Yeah, shoot the dog. I'm sorry, sir, what? Take the weapon and use it. During the selection process, you are under my command. That's a direct order, Cooper. You're taking the piss, right? He thinks I'm pulling his leg. Do I look like a shotting comedian? Shit, why? No, stop! A routine military exercise turns into a nightmare in the Scottish wilderness. I don't have a funny joke for this one. Can't, I have no, no, have no knowledge <laughs> right, of Scottish humor. So we're just going to call it what it is. <laughs> it's Dog Soldiers on an all-new episode of Extras and Epilogues. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the uh, to the theater. My name is Shannon Young. I'm going to be your host tonight. With me, of course, I have my co-host slash other host, Double H. It's that time of the month again. And returning once again to Extras and Epilogues, Mr. Kazman. Hey, that's me. It is you. That we, is me. I'm here now. We, we want. I hope. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm hold on. Reasonably certain you are not coming through your microphone, man. While he's fixing that, I will say that I am here now. Is also an excellent film. It's one of the great works of Neil Breen. Yes. You can. Uh, that's, you that sounds better. Thank God, because I was going to go on a Neil Breen rant there, and really no, nobody do wants to hear that. We don't have um, time for the whole Supreme Breen salad right no. now. Well, you're not a Supreme Breen, then, I guess. Um, Breening. So, <laughs> Dog Soldiers is a 2002 werewolf action film uh, set in the, the Scottish wilderness. Um, it, it is... One of the films that when Bob and I used to go to Blockbuster every weekend and we would always rent a couple of horror films and Dog Soldiers is one of them. The best thing I can say about Dog Soldiers is I absolutely loved it until I watched it again today. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> I'm so glad that we are all on the same page. I think page we all it. probably agree with yeah. you. Guys, you guys both watched it earlier today, you said, right? Yeah, I did. I watched it the other day. Okay, okay, so Kaz watched it a couple days ago. Shannon watched it earlier today. Uh, me and Sarah finished it maybe half an hour ago. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't seen I haven't seen it since college. So my buddy Brett Wiley, who I've mentioned on the show a few times, Brett, for the record, is a, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's him. Yeah. That's his bit. Yeah. Uh, loves Ghostbusters, loves schlocky horror films. He would slot right in with this group if I could get his ass out of Florida uh, or out of, out of St. Louis, wherever he is at any given point in time. But anyway, uh, he showed it to me in college. Now, importantly... This was 2003. The movie had been out for maybe a year. Yeah. And we loved it. Same. We were also very young and very other things I shouldn't say here. So, of course, we loved that movie at that time. Um, but, yeah, I, I, we were talking about rewatching it. I don't like doing the show unless I've rewatched the movie. So far, I have managed to rewatch everything we've done. Sarah had never seen it. Um, and I'm not going to tell you much of her reactions right now, but she also did not like it. Yeah. So let's, I, let's, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I didn't, I didn't hate it either. I, no, no, not in any way. She shape, did. Or I, I, I did. So but... I, I loved it as well. Like I, it's been a many, many years since I've seen it. Um, I think one of the, the the main things that always stuck with me is I I found the the werewolf uh, models, the actual the werewolves themselves, to be fucking amazing. Like, Still are. These, Still, Still are. are. Yeah. That that stands the test of I time. I think so. No yeah. Um, Everything else did. So, yeah. 
I, I think there was other pieces of it, absolutely, that was like, oh, that so, did not age well. So before we before we start giving our thoughts on it, um, I do want to mention Neil, Neil Marshall, who directed this film, is a fantastic director. He's a good director. The movie was well-directed, yeah. to be fair. Yes. Um, he also did he did some Game of Thrones. I know he did Constantine, uh, The Descent. Um, the, the Descent. The Descent is one of Sarah's legitimate like favorite horror movies. Like, yeah. If you ask her, The Descent is going to come up on that list every time. And so when I told her this was the same director, she goes, how <laughs> well it's, it's like, well important to note it was one of his first films that he directed so every, right. everybody grows. and it's also on a shoestring budget which okay i'm glad you mentioned that because right watching the film one of the first things that stuck out to me was this looks Sausages. so cheap it's so cheap looking <laughs> yeah. like i don't remember it looking yes. so low budget which one of the things that jane said to that point i, I just want to call this out jane at one point said it looks like they went to the local grocery store and picked up random meats and ketchup, but in the best way. Well, I think they got that's, it from your store. What in they did, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> they provided the service. Meat, got some service. They legitimately used sausages for a lot of intestines and stuff, so, so they very much did do that to some degree. Uh, again, let, let's go over the basics real quick before we get to the thoughts. Released on May tenth, two thousand twenty-two. Thank you once again, Hunter, for putting all this together for us. Uh, Star yeah, of course, Sean Perchwee, uh Liam Cunningham, Kevin McKidd, Emma Cleesby. You will know exactly one of those names. I was gonna say before we go too far, Liam Cunningham, legitimately the best thing about this movie. Was he's he Ryan? Fucking great. He is Ryan. So he's the guy who he plays, and this is, I think, part of the reason Neil Marshall ends up directing some Game of Thrones. He Game plays Sir Davos right. uh, in, in Game of Thrones. And the moment he opened his mouth, I went, "That's Sir Davos." I have not watched Game of Thrones in several years, but I picked him out immediately because he's so good. And you, you, you also, and he walks, he fucking acts circles around everyone. It was very much one of those things. Whenever the the opening scene, I thought he was dead. I was like, "Well, that tracks." Um, Because why? (laughs) Why is he here? Amongst all the other peons. Well, I I will say, I will say, I will also give credit to Sean Perchwee because I thought he was good in this. Um, True. And 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 to be fair, the guy that played the main guy, uh, Cooper, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. A lot of the a, a lot of the acting wasn't terrible. It's just they didn't have a lot to work with. It shocked me There's how, key, yeah, it shocked me how little they had to work with here. Uh, 104 minutes budget versus box office, as Hunter put on here, 2.3 million dollar budget versus a five million dollar box office. So it got a decent return on it. Uh, here's the part that shocks me. Normally, like none of us always agree with critics. That that is that is impossible. You cannot always agree with critics. There are movies that I like. That, you know, even between us, again, as an example, Ghostbusters 2016, I love it. Hunter does not. Um, Critics, critics liked it. Uh, The fan base did not. So you can't trust that. But this is one of those films that has a pretty good reception with both. Uh, 81% positive critic reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Because they probably, when they saw it, they were also teenagers or early 20s when they did their their vote and just forgot about going back watching it and updating their vote again this is i i fully expected to come into this show being the only one that was gonna say i didn't like this film i am shocked and happy this is a welcome surprise here um i don't have to show how long it's been since you've seen something and how your perspective on that something changed matrix when we were in here the last like when i was here on the last show we talked about matrix and it was very much in a similar vein where like you watched it years and years and years ago in a different mentality stupid which i think is 
why I hated it more because I I didn't see it when you I didn't was have the nostalgia. Yeah, we talked yeah. about that. You didn't end. have the connection. Yeah. yeah. Because, this is, and I'll get to it, but that's why Sarah had the reaction to movie, this movie that she did. Because again, she had never seen it. This was her first go around with it. This, uh, this was my third favorite werewolf movie of all time. It, it goes American Werewolf in London, which watch it now. It holds up. It will always hold up. It's one yeah. of the greatest oh, yeah. horror films of all time. Uh, the Howling. I was a big fan of The Howling. Actually, awesome. Actually, I'll probably put it fourth because I, I think Ginger Snaps would probably be next. Um, and then yeah. fourth was Dog Soldiers. I remember loving this film as this crazy action-packed werewolf movie where the werewolves look amazing and the action is incredible. And to that point, the werewolves, I think, still look really good. I would put this as probably the third best werewolf ever caught on film. First of which... Again, American Werewolf in London. It's a scary wolf. Of course. Um, and the second, scene when they're in the bedroom and it's standing over the bed. It's terrifying. That yeah. I never, it never left my head. Right. And then yeah. watching and suffering through different pieces of this, finally getting to that scene and going, <laughs> It was so oh, good. It was still there good. There it is. There's um, the part that I remember. And that's the only part that I remember liking now. If, if you ever get a chance, <laughs> you, you don't have to watch the movie because the movie is honestly not that good. But the werewolf in this, there's a film called Bad Moon. It is one of the greatest werewolves you will ever see. Fantastic special effects. The movie's not good. But uh, Hunter, you, you might like that movie because it also involves a dog who protects the family from the werewolf. It's not horrible. It's not horrible. Oh, it's, yeah. it's just, I don't know. I'll, maybe I need to watch that again. Maybe I'll get the opposite reaction like I did with this one. Um, Kaz, go <laughs> yeah, ahead. But the dog thing is the part that was a perfect example of like, as soon as the movie started off, within 10 minutes, I was like, don't remember that. This is off to a bad start. See, I remember the dog part because, again, it doesn't bother me. Seeing animals die in film because I, I know it's oh, not it real. I, I know it's not real. It doesn't bother me. Um, so it, it doesn't affect me the same way it affects you guys. But I thought it was an, I thought it was a strong open. So the beginning of the film, it's this military exercise. and uh, Well, after the camper thing. After the, oh, you got to do that first. We'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. I have notes. Oh yeah. Um, the guy, <laughs> he he he. Tra- this guy's on the run. He's best in his class. Super. He's he's going to be special ops and all that. But his refusal to kill the dog ends up costing him everything. And the guy shoots the dog anyway because he's establishing that he's a cold blooded bastard. It was a good establishment. Um, I, I can see why people wouldn't like it if, if you're if you're an animal lover. But I thought it did a good job of establishing good versus evil immediately. I know this is not the time to start talking realism because it's a werewolf movie, but here's the other thing outside of just the, like, I don't like the killing the dog, and that's just a personal thing. Um, here's the other thing that pissed me off. Military-trained dogs cost anywhere from twenty to $40,000. They would just ice one. You're telling... <laughs> yeah, you're telling me that for the sake of getting a new special, uh, uh, what, what are they called? SAS for a new special agent that they would just absolutely just <laughs> ice a sixty thousand right dollar dog, <laughs> and those um, and dogs yeah. like Come that, on, just like canine dogs, they have full like ceremonies. They are treat. They are an officer. Or They're a, a higher rank. Than their handler, yeah. exactly. And yeah. and if somebody kills that dog, that's like that's a murder charge. Yeah, that's that's right. killing an officer. It's yes. It, so let me read through my notes real quick. I'm gonna read all. Marshaled and kicked out. I'm gonna no, read. Don't, don't read them all. Oh no, I'm gonna read all because they're not long. I, and and they're oh, and a, a lot of them are vague. But I guarantee you, you will both know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. So here's the notes that I wrote down. First off, why does the werewolf slowly unzip the tent? <laughs> Why does the werewolf slowly okay. unzip the tent? Okay, I want to break that down. How does it know how to do it? It doesn't even figure out doors down. Like, <laughs> I got that, that, the, that implies that the werewolf has like intelligence. 
intelligence, not just intelligence, but but their 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 ability on their hands to be able to like do detailed complex things. It's not exactly a werewolf thing. He's got claws. It's probably so. Think his nail in the zipper. Nail. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. But but that reminds me of the part whenever the dude was shooting the shotgun through the window and it reaches in grab and like takes the shotgun. He dives and then the shot the thing shot it back. It goes at off him. again. Uh, yeah, now the, the dude. The, the werewolf was capable of shooting a shotgun back to that same hell. point. I read a thing earlier today before we got to rewatch it again, where someone was trying to make this work, and they're like, "Okay, so they have some kind of intelligence, so it gets the thing and it manages to fire a shot, but it's not smart enough to chamber another round, and that's why it doesn't shoot again." And I was sitting there just going, "Oh, fuck off! Are you kidding me?" Okay, so, Shannon, go ahead. Go so, ahead. Uh, so when we started the film, because Ethan and I watched it at the store, and I was going to tell Ethan, "This is one of the all-time great werewolf movie openings," because remembering it from before it was epic the way great yeah tore it apart and tore her apart okay but now watching it as an adult why does the werewolf unzip the tent slowly like he's fucking with them because he has an incredible sense of timing (laughs) my the other question i had on that is it why is it so strong later but struggles with the girl in the beginning he's struggling to pull her out and, and like and kill her but later on, there's a part where he literally chops a guy in half along with the tree. Oh, no, we'll get to that. We'll get well, to that. Well, okay, okay. Real quick, I'm, I'm going to be the guy talking about the shotgun on a forum right now, and you're going to tell me what I told him <laughs> afterward. There are five of them, and Megan, the, the female character who later... Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, she does explain that there's like there's like a setup for the pack, so there's like a strong alpha male and blah blah blah. So I guess you could say that one of the ones that or the, the one that attacks the campers what in the beginning doing? is oh. one of the weaker ones. Oh fuck off! Now please yeah. tell me, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, moving on. Shooting a dog. Understand? No, when he, wait, wait. When that when that shotgun happened, that 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 werewolf reached in and said, "Give me that." Give me that. Give me that. <laughs> uh, he, he looks at that shotgun and he goes, I should have I I used one that. Of those. Uh, shooting a dog. Understandable. But boo. We already made our point on that. The The next yeah. one I said, and this I had this criticism when I watched the first time, and maybe you guys did too. And, and if you're going to watch the film, take this advice. Turn on subtitles. Because you will <laughs> understand about half of what they're saying. Yeah. So, famously, my wife hates watching shit with like strong especially English or Scottish or Irish accents. She has a, a difficult time understanding. And I get that because I'm even watching it. And even as somebody who I feel like I'm, I've gotten better about learning what people are saying. Even I was like every third word, I'm going, hang on, hang on, say it again. Let's go. Hang on. Hang That's on. Because every say third word was bone, boned, bone, bone. <laughs> and she was like, what does bone mean? There, there was a part where one of the oh, characters man. says, are you taking the piss? And Ethan looked at me and was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's something else. That, that's something else. Say that phrase I knew. I that understood is, right. that, but there were definitely some things they were talking about that I remember thinking, like, was all this necessary in this extreme brogue to the point that, like, there's and they're already like heightened, like they, they've dropped out into this area and they're like, yeah, they're oh, talking really like, fast and everything, really fast. Uh, it was a lot. Really, it fast. was a lot. Turn on subtitles. Uh, next point: werewolves by daylight? Question mark. There is Dude, straight up, me up, yeah. There's straight up a part yep. where the werewolves are attacking the guys in broad daylight, and yep. and I have a note and then in here. It they, becomes night all of a sudden. Yeah, and they explain later how they you turn never know what during a full moon, right? Uh, why didn't the werewolf but care about his arm? At the end, that's when when Ryan like 
he looks up and the place has been blown up. It's daytime again all of a sudden because shit happens fast. And then while it's daytime, he gets attacked by by, by Sir Swords a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's a part where the werewolf in the getaway scene, he punches down through the roof and his arm just dangles there. And they take a knife and start cutting it off and he just keeps it there. You're a werewolf. You're stronger than them. Pull the arm out. Do something. All right. This is the real the answer world. to that is because that arm was on a pole <laughs> and they couldn't get it back out of there. So, Got stuck. No, he goes he goes into like the the little it's not the tendon's not right. My wife will kill me right now because she knows this anatomy. <laughs> it's that that there's those two bones and there's that space in between. He puts the knife like right in between yeah. on the forearm and is just sawing through. And you just kind of hear it go like, Ugh. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, come on, man. This this might be my favorite one. Uh, soldiers dismissing werewolves after absolutely fighting werewolves. This, this, she tries to explain yeah. to them about the lycanthropes, and the one soldier's like, "Are you, are you taking a piss like bullocks and all that?" And I'm like, "Dude, you just got into a gunfight with an eight foot tall wolf man. What the fuck do you think it is?" Hold on, I'm gonna use hunters a attempt at defending the shotgun. Oh thing. no! Um, <laughs> they thought that they were escaped mad like lunatics. He from did a say local that thing with he, like long fingernails and very shave. hairy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And because that shit that, that track. Now he, a couple Shit. of them were face to face with literal dog heads. Yes, oh, but that's what they believed. Now oh. this is now customary. Oh fuck off! <laughs> All right, explanation about the full moon. Despite daylight fighting earlier, we talked about that a second ago. She you literally says that. they changed during the full moon. Well, why then were they fighting at four o'clock in the evening? Was sitting and down and having I have their, a theory their... about all Ugh. of this. Remind me to tell you later. I want to wait until we're done with the whole. Movie. Okay. Uh, people disappear in bloody piles, but no official investigation ever takes place. She says how people, and he's, and the soldiers say in the beginning how people disappear there all the time, and it's just this bloody oh, mess and all that. But nothing ever happens. No one's ever looked into it. You know, because but- this is where people go sure. to, like, they explode. They just randomly they just explode. explode here. They just explode. Yeah, it's the exploding forest. Uh, here's the one good thing I wrote about it. <laughs> Werewolves still look badass, because they do. It's, True. it's a great design. Yeah. It's, it's truly good. Yeah. Um, here it was probably the thing I, I got angry about the most. Werewolf strong enough to rip people in half, but can't break a simple lock on the door. They they had the shit nailed to the windows, but w- when the one exited Man. the house, it dove right through all that shit. Can, a- we, can we just take a second to talk about strength in this movie in general? Strength of not just creatures and people, but things. Oh, you mean the like scene the, that the you're boxing talking about? match your dude had with it? <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on that shit. You know what the story is behind that, right? No, no. That actor is a was a legitimate boxer. He was trained to box, and so they went, "Yeah, do that." Cool. That's it. Fist fight That's the, the werewolf. Yeah. Fist fight the werewolf. Well, uh, I hope I, I, well, about but also don't guy. forget. I hope I give you the shits, you fucking wimp. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> the scene Kaz is talking about, where one of them dives through the wood, and all the planks are are, are beaten away. Do you know? Do you remember what happens next? I don't, and I just watched it today. So there's a, were- there's a werewolf in the house. They go through an attack, whatever. It dives through the window and, and knocks out all the wooden planks that they had nailed up to keep it out. The literal transition into the next scene shows them nailing those planks. <laughs> 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 they work so well. But, but also, to just be fair, and there's other windows that have no planks on them. That's Nothing. literally on the ground level, dude yeah. standing in front of it, just going, just, just looking at the Just scene, looking outside. Walking yeah. away from it. Um, 
the the part I'm talking about is the werewolf's trying to break into the house, and it's literally just a door with a lock, and he can't get it open. But later on, do it. you see a werewolf like bust down an entire wall. And it's like, I need some consistency yeah. in my werewolves here. Um, <laughs> next next note I wrote, why keep secrets, young lady? Look, I get it was the twist, but like the fact that she's like, I, you guys were my last hope. I hope you could get me out of here and you can't. It's too late now. Rawr. Fuck no. It didn't work. Rawr. It was stupid. <laughs> it was stupid. And I actually thought... When I watched this movie originally, and I want you guys to tell me if you thought the same thing or maybe I was wrong, I thought she had she was already a werewolf the entire time, and she just didn't transform until the end. But someone pointed out she, she that was well, no, someone, was she not? Well, someone pointed out there's a scene where the werewolf gets cut on the glass, and then she cuts her hand on the same glass and looks at it. Oh, that's true. And they're like, no, that's how she. That's why she turns is because she became infected. But even that doesn't make sense because it took that doesn't track either. It took no. it took uh, both those those main characters how long to transform into a werewolf? It took her like thirty minutes. Doesn't make sense. It's like from okay. Dust Till Dawn when it took Harvey Keitel the entire movie to change into a vampire. It took fucking uh, Fred Williamson five minutes to turn into one. Give me some consistency. Okay. What are the rules? I, <laughs> this seems like a good time to bring that up because I, I, I was gonna wait until the very end, but okay then there's some stuff that really does not make sense to me. My understanding of this movie is that the family that had the house, right? The, the house that they hold up in the Uath, U-A-T-H, Uath family, whatever. Yeah. She's part of the family, right? right? Because yeah. at the, at the end, uh, uh, Connor, yeah, the blonde one, personally says something about you're the one that took, the, took picture. the picture. That's why you're not in the picture. Cause you took the picture. So she's part of the family. All of those people are werewolves because there are five of them and there are five that show up in the movie. My understanding of it was when the full moon is out, they can change at will. Whether it's like in the sky or not, when it's at the time, again, that time of the month. I know it's a terrible fucking joke. But that they can change at will at that time, which makes them actively evil because they're choosing, they're choosing to do it. To yeah. be these things. Right. They have this charnel house in their basement where they've been taking victims and they're eating them even when they're human. Yeah. Because that stew, that whatever, oh, it tastes like pork. Well, that's, you know, cannibals have said that human flesh tastes like pork. And that's what the guys, the soldiers said when they came in, they were eating stuff. So I don't understand what the whole glass thing was. I never quite got that. I get why that looks like, oh, she's infected, but that feels like a weird red herring. Because if she wasn't a werewolf the whole time, then what? Why? Why is she suddenly now? But they're not. And you could have gotten me. I don't. I don't fucking yeah, know. I don't get it. Because I don't get it. What I understood from it, Kaz, real quick, and then I'll let you. I'll let you go. But I just have to get this thought out. My understanding when I watched it back in the old days was that it's the same thing. She could turn into a werewolf whenever she wanted, and she chose to turn at the very end once she realized that these people couldn't help her get away from the family and stop them. She realized there was no point, so she just embraced her inner wolf. But the, my problem with that is, if your mission was to get help to get away from this family, why the fuck aren't you telling them what's going on from the beginning? Makes no sense. Cass, go ahead. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I, yeah, no, I just, um, as you're talking about, I also, I, I took notes as well, like, <laughs> as I was going through this thing. Some of them are matching very, very, very well with yours. The the other couple, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering is like, um, how does super glue keep guts in? That's that's no, that's real. I I I, I saw it in a movie once. Yeah. It's, okay. <laughs> they said, okay. hey, hey, they did some lip service to that. They said something about Vietnam. 
That's fair point. That's where that's where super glue came from. That's, that's where, where they, they that's they where created. the werewolves came from. Yeah, that's true. Vietnam yeah. wolves. Vietnam. Um, well, so the other thing was use of a camera. You're talking about the camera. Use of a camera as a weapon. Oh, it's funny you mentioned that because my next note was literally camera flashes. Are they fucking gremlins? <laughs> <laughs> literally fights them off three different yeah. scenes with the with camera. A camera. Why? I uh, I've taken pictures of dogs before. They've never shunned and ran away because they were in pain. And one of those scenes was the scene we did, we opened with talking about, or not open the opening scene, but like one of my favorite showings of the of the werewolf was he's standing over the bed. Yeah, that's one of those scenes where she's like battling with with the fucking the- camera, and he's right there, ready to kill everyone in the room, and he just decides, yeah, no, I'm out, and he leaps out the window. Yeah, well, because like, this, this is a strong flash. This is such a such a little thing but it still pissed me off so the camera like ends up coming back right because cooper gets out with the film then they play the film over the credits and then oh you know it turns out it only showed up in a tabloid werewolves ate my platoon or whatever so all the pictures that show up there track because they took them during the filming right so they look good like it really does look like oh this is you know she was probably actually taking pictures on an actual camera when all that was going on um but the (laughs) thing is then it cuts to the front of the tabloid where the little, you know, story pops up below the football score. Right. The picture of Cooper is clearly an aerial shot of him walking through the woods after, <laughs> after the house blew up. Cause he's still got that ratty shirt on and it's like his face. I'm like, who took that? Did he take a selfie? He selfie on his way out. Yeah. Like- <laughs> With that werewolf arm holding the camera from the, from the oh Jeep. Oh my God. Yeah. I hate it. So there's so much. There was that other okay. There was the other um, scene when it was in the the barn, and he was gonna go blow it up. So somehow, a he takes the fucking uh, the car into the barn uh, with the gas apparently punctured, and you know gas just becomes a wick, a fuse from you know a hundred yeah. yards out. Of course. And he spends about five minutes running. He's running about as long as it took me to get from the top of the hill down to the bottom on our PZ85 <laughs> plays. Like three, five, eight, twelve sessions. Um, Seven to five business days. Yeah. Um, but also speaking to that part, too, is a little bit earlier, he found that that car in one of them. I don't know who, who it is, but he found the car in the garage, took off, brought it over to the house, and then all of a sudden you hear him go, you're behind me, aren't you? And the And the breath comes in. A, yeah. that was kind of cool, but my note says, uh, but I wonder, did that thing just ride with him from the garage as he backed out, just like cruising with <laughs> yeah. him? Uh, yes. get a back seat it was smart rolling. enough to do that then. Kaz, it's funny you mentioned that. And to wait to attack. It's funny you mentioned that because my next note is uh, <laughs> jump in the back seat instead of going out the side door. Humans are dumb. He literally turns around to the guy and says, oh, we're going to have some fun, <laughs> and he jumps in the back seat and then immediately is torn apart. He was, he was behind you. Go out the fucking side door. What did you think you were going to do? What were you going to do against the guy in the fucking back seat of the car? Oh my God. Uh, I got two, I got two more notes and then Kaz, I want to hear your notes. Um, Do something other than watch him transform. When Ryan goes over the table and you see him start to transform, they just stare and go like, Oh, what's going on? He's transforming into a fucking wolf. You know, he is kill him. Hit him, do something, run, do something. Because it works when they do that with Megan. Like, literally, she starts transforming, they shoot her in the head, she's dead. She never even gets to be a werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. If you'd done that to him in that moment, it would have worked. And you would have saved some trouble at the end. Uh, And then the last one, 
uh, one of the things I hate most, and I think the worst thing I've ever, the, the worst show that ever had this problem was Supernatural. God, I'm sorry, Damone, if you're listening. I know you're a big Supernatural fan. Uh, I called it main character powers. When the werewolves attack anyone else in this film, they rip them limb from limb. When they attack yes. any of the main characters, they gently throw them to the side. Same thing in Terminator. The Terminator will yep. crush everyone in his path, yep. but the moment he sees John Connor, he just tosses him across the room. I hate it's a Marvel it. movie thing too. I, I mean, it's hate just it. a, it's, it's a sort of I don't want to call it a superhero thing, but it's very much like you said. It's a main character bit for any action adventure type movie. I mean, if you're the main character, you you obviously can't die, and so yeah, right. you get hit with some non lethal shit yeah. constantly. So, so I only have. I mean, I'm looking here just to double check nonsensical choices. Uh, let's see, constant talk about football. Um, <laughs> I did like. I did like the nice gritty filter. Uh, like, I, that was I was a fan of that. Um, he was so Taylor. mad, by the way, when they said when she called it. I wasn't aware there was a game on. He goes, "It's not a game." He was so serious. And they also were talking about how oh he didn't even get to see the greatest game in the history of whatever. I'm like, oh what? My God. You're fighting about? fucking werewolves. I think that takes precedent. Yeah. Okay. Well. So. Two things I want to I want to get I, I want to make sure I get out there because I find this actually fun and interesting and it connects my last show that I was on with this with this particular episode. Okay. So the last Ooh. show. Oh yeah, about, I know where this is right? going. And yep. so there was the big um there there was the big fist fight and everything and you know apparently you can box with, with werewolves and as, as it's staring you down, I hope it give you the shits. You know, you fucking wimp. That's because oh, famous last word. It's so good. Gotta be tough. And then they pretty much turn him into a pile of goo. So they shoot themselves through the wardrobe floor. All this happens, and when they land in there, somebody goes, "Where is Spoon?" And the other one responds with, "There is no Spoon." Oh, I didn't yeah. even think about yeah. that. This was two years after the Matrix, Matrix. was released. Neil, yeah. Neil Marshall has said that he shoved so many references into this movie. Shannon, surely you caught the aliens ones, right? Short, controlled bursts. Yes. He specifically says um, they cut the power. Why would they do that? That's an aliens bit. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites that I, I remember reading up about, and I was I was sketchy about this, but when I saw it play out, I'm like, that's how it is. Okay, so the sergeant we were talking about, basically the third best actor in the movie, the guy who gets his intestines spilling out of his stomach. Oh yeah. no! Um, not Cooper, the sergeant. The the uh, his, so his name his name is his name. Uh, no, Pertwee's the main character. The other guy who's leading them at the very beginning. Oh, Ryan? Are you talking? No, no, that is Pertwee. Pertwee. That's, that's, that's Sean Pertwee. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought he was Cooper. No, no, no. Cooper okay. is one of the yeah. names. He's probably Kevin McKidd for all I fucking know. <laughs> for all I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, intestines guy. His so he his name is Sergeant Wells, and I forget where it's revealed, but at one point in time it's revealed that his first name is Henry and his middle initial is G, H G Wells. Do you yeah. remember what he does in the opening scene before they move out? One of the guys left his watch behind, and Wells gives him his watch, and he goes, "Well, what do you do, Sergeant?" And he goes, "Well, I'll count, won't I?" That's because Wells is a time machine. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Neil Marshall well, himself said in some interview he's like, I probably put too many references in this movie. <laughs> so here's the here's the uh the part of of the discussion where I want to kind of like I don't know, speak to what happens next because obviously we're not going to get a sequel because they've been trying that shit for 20 years, yeah, right? Yeah, it's it's in uh, production <laughs> Real hell. Real quick, sorry. Sure. 
Shannon, you were right. Uh, I'm reading 17 words at the same time. Shannon, you were right. Kevin McKidd is Private Cooper. Right. <laughs> so it is. Him. Went on to have a fantastic career. Yes. Um, <laughs> true. Also true. Uh, but yeah, that that non-happening sequel was that Fresh Meat. Yeah. I yeah, it's also so. Fresh Meat. Anyway, so the extras part of it. My thinking on this is is, is here is, at the end um, when he battles the Daywolf um, and then. <laughs> <laughs> and kills it with the fighter of the night <laughs> the day wolf <laughs> and he kills it with the silver letter opener um like it's the hit the dog the dog attacks ryan and so forth so my thinking is okay he's walking yep. into the sunset with this dog so here's the thing the family aren't the progenitors of this wait are you doing the ending are you doing the epilogue part we're not there yet we're not oh. there yet Oh shit! Hold on, we're hold like on. half an hour into this. No, we got other. I know, I know, I know. We got other things to do. I thought that's what you're doing. I was like, hold on, hang on. Hang oh on. yeah, yeah. We'll throw it to you first because my I have a very simple epilogue for this one. And I'll, I'll wait. Yeah, I don't, I'll, I don't have much last. to it. Um, there are a couple of trivia's I want to throw in there really quick, and that is, and Hunter put on, that on here. Uh, the movie probably takes place on September first and second, two thousand one, as England did indeed beat Germany five to one of the night of the first. Uh, appropriately, there was also a full moon on both nights. Hey, good on you. Um, this was a part that bugged me. The piece that Megan plays on the piano halfway through the film is Debussy. Is that how you pronounce that? Debussy? Debussy. Debussy? Uh, I'm assuming that's mm-hmm. Claire de Lune. More like culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roughly translatable as Moonbeam. The link is obvious, but is also possibly a nod to American Werewolf in London, soundtrack of which consisted purely of songs with the moon in the title. That I didn't know. That's one of my favorite trivias about that. Because if you've ever watched American Werewolf in London, and I, I watched it with uh, with a young lady once, and when the movie ended on that super somber scene and then it immediately cuts a bob 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 dang 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 blue moon she she looked at me and she was like is that it and i'm like yeah it's uh it's a song about the moon they're all about that um Right. The, the film is a motif of several classic fairy tales. Little Red Riding Hood, Sergeant Wells names drops her, Bruce stay, strays from the beaten path and immediately gets killed, and Megan turns out to be a werewolf disguised as a human. Terrible, terrible thing. Uh, go to Locks of the Three Bears. <laughs> Soldiers find food on the stove and help themselves. Cooper mockingly compares the werewolves to the three bears later on, and fittingly, Cooper is the only blonde in the group. And the three little pigs. The soldiers barricade themselves in a house to protect from the big bad wolves. That house then li- literally gets blown down in the climax. Hunter, what do you want to add to this? Um, so, again, Sarah watched the movie with me. She had never seen it. Um, she had two reactions. All the way up until Sam the dog was introduced. This is the second dog. This is Megan's dog, the one they find in the closet in the house. Uh, she was not on board. She was bored. She was not into it. Uh, could not understand what the hell the soldiers were saying. She looked at me at one point in time, and you guys have, have heard her say things like this before. She goes, this is a boy movie, isn't it? And I was like, I, yeah, You, sh- you should have thrown your hands up and been like, I guess. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I told her. I was like, sort of? I mean, <laughs> I said, because I'm not super into it either. I'm wondering what I watched back in the day. Um, Sam the Dog was introduced. And I told her a bit of trivia that I didn't actually put on the list. So uh, you guys remember when we talked about The Thing, which was now just, what, one episode ago, two episodes ago? It wasn't that long ago. Last, last it was episode. our last episode, last The episode. Thing. Yeah, yeah with, Stephen, with Stephen Bright. Yeah. Um, we talked about the, the dog there and how good an actor that dog was. Yes. And how, uh, um, oh, help. John Carpenter. Director, the Thing. John Carpenter, thank you. I, I've got uh, Marshall on the brain now. Um John Carpenter had said it was the best animal actor he'd ever worked with, how he was nailing everything within five moves. He did exactly what they wanted him to do. Uh, the dog that plays Sam the dog in this movie is the exact opposite. Now, Neil Marshall made a point to say in an interview that he was 
the sweetest animal. He loved having him on set and being around all the actors loved him, but he said he was the worst animal actor that he ever worked with. The dog would do nothing they wanted it to do. So if you notice almost every time the dog is on screen, it's doing one of like three things. It's either being held by Megan. Like she's always holding on to the dog because it wanted to wander off set. So she holds it and pets it to keep it busy. It's being fed a treat so that it will just either eat that or just do something so that it just hangs out. Or it's a direct reaction shot of its face because the animal trainer is holding the camera. And so it will look wherever it moves the camera. That's all the dog would do. So the very first time that they cut to a reaction shot where the dog was just sitting there, just like panting with its tongue out, I looked over at Sarah and I goes, that dog right now is thinking, I don't have to have a job. Why am I here? And that was it. For the rest of the movie, she's like, all I care about is this dog that does not want to act. He, um, that, look, that dog knew what kind of film he was in. He, well, he knew. That was the thing. But, but to the point, in the movie itself, briefly, just about the character of the dog. Okay, they never directly reference it, but the dog is locked in the closet. Is the implication that the family locks the dog in the closet so that when they're werewolves, they won't eat it? Because then they run into it later as werewolves and they still don't eat it. Yeah, so why was the dog in the fucking closet, Megan? <laughs> Other than for I the jump scare. Understand. Kaz. I, I've got, I I've got reasoning it. on that. I've got, I've got a, a insight. I've got an old fuck off loaded right up. <laughs> but there is there's a couple of other trivia to this that I want to add that I, I, I'd come up with. So um, Jason Statham was actually supposed to be a top runner uh, for the mm-hmm. Cooper. Um, but he ended up doing John Carpenter's Ghost of Mars instead. So it's a schedule issue. Also a weird um, movie, man. Talk, yeah. go, going to uh, Hunter's statement earlier about like the name, H.U.L., one of the soldiers in the name is actually Bruce Campbell. Yep. And then a third one I'll note is some of the corpses hanging around in the basement were actually originally created and used in Event Horizon. Okay. Yeah. yeah I can see that. I can see Hell that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are especially uh, that Event Horizon one. It's like that's a cool piece of trivia. Event Horizon, by the way, a much much better film than Dog Soldiers. Um, Significant. And I've watched that one recently, and it does hold up. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it again soon. As part, it's on my list for Halloween uh, to to rewatch. So that's that's the plot. We didn't. I don't think we talked about the plot. Here, real quick, let me tell you what we did, basically. Yeah, I mean, so soldiers are out there. Werewolves attack. There's a family. It's nonsense. That's the plot. It's it's nonsensical. He came plot. back again. He's been out there eight times or twelve. Oh, or three or yeah, three. she knows him. Everybody but, knows Ryan, but they don't want to admit it. She didn't want to tell them yeah. anything about what's happening. She wanted to watch them die one by one before she eventually reveals it and goes, "Well, you couldn't have helped me." I wanted someone to say, "Well, yeah. maybe we could have helped me if you would have opened your fucking mouth for five seconds instead of playing your goddamn piano and locking your dog oh, in the what? closet." For what is worth, Wikipedia very much says that she's part of the family and has been a werewolf the whole time. But that then again does not explain why they focus on her hand getting hurt and the and the werewolf and the blood. Uh, it doesn't explain anything about her wanting to get out of there and then suddenly deciding to work with them. None of it. None, None of, of it. it. It's it's bad. And I, I hate to say oh, that because man. I legitimately I legitimately loved this film when I was younger. Yep. I loved this yeah. film. I had it on yeah. DVD. I was I always looking I for the specials. I wish I, I, just, I, wish like, I hadn't memory. watched it again. Yeah, exactly. That's why they say don't go back. I, I have had the same yep. thing happen to me with a lot of the things that I loved as a kid. The Super Mario Brothers Super Show, terrible. Uh, Sailor Moon, can't watch it. Uh, <laughs> if you have a fond memory of something from your youth, 
Don't rewatch it. Don't go back. Keep the don't, memory. Don't this it. is why you don't get back with your exes. That's nope, the, nope. It's the same <laughs> Movies philosophy. like that should definitely be closed coffins. Uh, like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before before we get to epilogues, uh, let's do the thing we always do. Thumbs up, thumbs down. As, as the rules go, you can do middle ground. You can do uh, one thumb up, one thumb down, two thumbs up, two thumbs down, and then, and then thumb in the middle. Um, I'm going to start with you guys. So, so, so I've, I've always thought it's it's two down, one down, one up, one down, one up, two up. That's, so like, that was my five. That, that makes sense. I guess one up, one down is basically mid. That's mid level. Yeah. That's a neutral. Yeah. 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 So, Kaz, yeah. I want total, to... total neutral would be, yeah, one up, one down. I want to start yeah. with you, Kaz. What do you say? Man, this, this hurts to have to do, but I'm going to have to do one thumb down. And that, because I the wolf costumes still hold. I like agree. that, I, I can't say it's terrible, yeah. terrible. I just say it's just not good. Hunter. Yeah, yeah I, I'm in the exact same spot. I cannot just say that it's totally unwatchable because, again, I can't act like we didn't have a good time watching it. Sarah loved that dog. And from that point on, literally every time it came up, she was like, I'm just looking at him going, I don't want to work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just doing whatever he wants on set. Um, but it's it's definitely a single, at least a single thumb down for me. Again, are there some good things? Yes, the werewolf costumes are still pretty great. Liam Cunningham is is just fucking incredible to watch in anything, and so he was fun to listen to, even just chewing the scenery the whole time. Yeah. Oh, and, um, and also to the point about the the wolves. Apparently, the people that were in the wolf suits were professional dancers. dancers. That makes yeah, sense. on stilts. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Which is why. Yeah. It so so they they purposely did the whole like use scenes where they had to bend down yeah. and then yeah. come up. Like that yeah. was intentional. Um, so yeah, I can't act like there's nothing at all redeemable about it, but there's not. It's not no much. <laughs> I, okay, Shannon. I really want to do one thumb up, one thumb down because of my attachment to it from when I was younger. But looking at this strictly now through current eyes as a film critic, it's got to be one thumbs down for me too. Um, I just cannot recommend. I can't recommend this film. It's it's I, 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 same thinking. Yeah, I agree with every point that everyone's made here today. It does have good moments and it does have great costumes. It's well directed. For a, for a low budget film, but like yep. the, the plot is nonsensical. There's too many holes. There's too many references. It it feels very amateur watching it again, um, and yep. not not in a good amateur way. Like to me, good no. amateur is Evil Dead. Go watch no, the first Evil Dead. That's it's not great. Raimi. That's good right. amateur. Yeah, but good this, low budget amateur cannot be beat when it comes to Evil Dead. I, I it's also wild as hell to me that it is a two point three million dollar budget, and that's low budget. Right. I mean, yeah. in Marshall, if I remember correctly, there was a true, yeah. There, there was a big, um, there was a big interview that he'd done, and a lot of these quotes would come from that. But that was one of the things I didn't put on the list. He did say, you know, nowadays you shoot this movie on an iPhone, and it costs a couple hundred thousand at most. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's it. The yeah. special effects get done without an actual, you know, they blew awesome. up a damn building. You wouldn't have to do any of that. Yeah. Although, so. uh, major, I will say this. I will say this. I do want to give credit to them for using practical effects. I hate, yep. I, I hate CGI. Sure. I, I, CGI. I, no CGI in this film at all. None, it is none. all practical. Yep. And I will always respect that. And I respect, yep. I respect making this film. I will respect any filmmaker for making a film. Yeah, sure. Um, but I tried. But make I, a bad uh, film, do it. Make a better film. And he did. He made lots of better films. Yeah, yeah he went so, on to do great things. Okay. Yeah. So thumbs oh, down. The epilogue. Epilogues. Go ahead, Cass. Okay. So mine is maybe a little intense. So, okay. The, m- mine comes off walking out, the, uh, walking into the sunset with the dog. Now, here's my thinking. 
So see the little dog? That's actually the pack leader. That's the real pack leader. And see, he attacked Ryan, notice, because Ryan's a dick. And he's the one that shot the dog early on. And that little that 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 right. dog could sense it. He knew he was a dog killer. So he attacked him. And so little wolf dude, little dog wolf dude sensed it. And, he, and so he's rolling out with Coop to go spread the wolf virus to others. And, and that's why he was in the closet, too, because when they go out, they can't control him anymore. They can oh, barely control allegory. him when they're home. So they closet him so he can't go out and spread it. They want to keep the wolfness inside the okay, family. Okay, so why is it so small? Is it a baby? Is it a little person? No, he's a, he's an OG wolf like from the, from like the old times. They got bigger as they evolved. Okay. 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 I got you. Um, He's like on Underworld. Whenever that, when they turn into a werewolf, the the big uh, what is his name, Michael or yeah, Matthew, Michael, or Michael whatever, he can't turn back human again. Like the dog, he's a forever wolf he's, dog. He's a forever wolf. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to a day and, wolf and a night wolf. <laughs> right. Right. That's also why he's trying to get away from Megan. He'd already like like took care of her. She's wolfy now. I'm also curious about how the virus is spread because they clearly showed it's not just a bite. It could be a claw. It could be a scratch. Um, a lot of people Perhaps got clawed, scratched up, beat up. Yeah, broken boards. Um, also, <laughs> what is the criteria for killing them? Because they shot a lot of those wolves. They kept coming back. Mega got shot one time and she was out. As far Man. as we know. So, so <clears throat> again, the, the explanation supposedly wolf. was she wasn't finished transforming. And oh, so yeah. they got her before she was. She yeah, but what's his name? Wolf. His fucking whole guts healed before he was a wolf. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, he can pull okay. his shirt up. He was like, look at this. I wanna, like, I'll never forget that part where he's he's laying there. His gu- He got cut. His guts are out. And he's like, leave me. And the guy just starts pushing him in. He's like, no, nah, we got this. You're good. They won't fit. They won't fit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shannon, I, I okay, want you Shannon. to go next because yeah. I, I have something I want to do for the. For okay. The yeah. Yeah. Well, my uh, after credits is don't make this movie again. Make the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I got. That's how I want the story to end. I just want it to end. Um, I was so looking forward to Fresh Meat because, again, I loved this movie as a kid. But now rewatching it, stay away from nope. it. Leave the werewolves nope. alone. Everyone died. The world ended, and the asteroid uh, came to Earth five minutes later. And it was it was a done deal. The whole world was destroyed. I don't care. Hunter, go ahead. <laughs> this is, brother, this Koopa is the didn't fr- go back to his home planet and the, the cell just whoop. This is the first movie we've done on this show that I have literally not cared about what happened afterwards. Uh, even movies I don't particularly love. Like I like The Matrix, but I didn't love it. Um I don't care what happens at the end of this film. Like I was so irritated and disappointed by the time the credits rolled. I was like, I don't care. I don't care what they do next. I don't fucking care. Oh, Hunter, go ahead. All right. All right. All right. It's time to get serious. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm serious. I am. LBVVS. Yeah. LBVVS. I am desperately going to try to save this. Okay. Okay. So here's here's what turned me on to this notion. Supposedly, I don't know if you guys know this, this was intended to be a trilogy of movies. Yeah. There were going to be three of these things. The sequel languished in development hell forever. It came out. It was apparently bad, too. Nobody cared, right? So we're going to wipe fresh meat off the slate. I'm picking up where this... Because that's that's the, the point of the show, right? I'm picking up where this movie leaves off. So, despite all the plot holes, I'm going to try to make a second movie out of some stuff that I've read that I think would be better and then maybe touch on a third one. So, the second movie. 
picks up almost exactly where the last one left off. The story hits the tabloids. Nobody believes Coop. He becomes uh, basically. Uh, I know this is this is Ireland or uh, Scotland. I forget which was Scotland. 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 Um, I know this is not America, but he becomes the stereotypical American veteran who falls on hard times. Right? Like he was in the service. He's been through some shit, but nobody believes anything that happened. He's treated as crazy, and he ends up getting picked up off the streets and taken into an asylum to live out his days or whatever. Maybe get some treatment, maybe get him back on the right path because he keeps claiming that he saw werewolves, and obviously that's not real, and that never happened. Right. Um, while he's in the asylum, weird shit starts happening, and come to find out, the werewolves didn't stop when he blew up the house. That that didn't that wasn't the end of them. Because the campers, right? The campers from the beginning of this movie were never seen again. It's entirely possible that at least one of them was turned. Well, that one has been living quietly and trying to kind of do its own thing without a pack. But this motherfucker won't stop running his mouth about werewolves. And of course, it got reported in the tabloids. Who's to say that eventually someone won't take it more seriously? So the camper turned werewolf infiltrates the asylum gets a job there and starts turning all the people there too. Like you would like a vampire forming movie. His only own werewolves. Pack. Forming his own pack and trying to take out Cooper before he can tell anybody else what's going on. Cooper now has to rally around with the remaining inmates uh, and staff in the asylum during a lockdown to try to survive and keep from them all getting turned as well. And so it basically turns into a thing type story. Uh, I don't like it. It makes too much sense compared to the first one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. Okay, the nonsensical shit. Yeah, you got the and then and in then so that's the second movie, and he gets out then too because of course he's the hero. He's got plot armor. He's got to. Um, I don't really have a full pitch for the third movie, but in this one, the one of them suggests in, in the first one, <laughs> in in the actual movie Dog Soldiers. I forget which one it is. I think it's the guy who's chewing gum all the time, the boxer. Um, he suggests at one point in time, he says, when they finally start admitting that werewolves are real now that they've, you know, actually shot one in the face, um, he says something about if those fucking things are real, what else is real that we've known about all this time? The third movie goes full on bonkers. There we go. Werewolves, vampires, there it leprechauns. Is. Yeah. It's all out there. Everything is a real thing. It's cabin in the woods, only it's serious and you got to fight everything. And it's Cooper. Fighting everything. And with, it's Cooper with the dog. And it's Cooper oh. doing it all the way to hell with like the dog. That, that's with the dog. With the dog. Yeah. Sam the dog is there. He still does not want to act. No. No, um, he doesn't. <laughs> Every scene with Sam the dog, he's just barking or sniffing something. So I'm I think, not gonna lie to you. As much as as much as this movie drove me nuts in the same way it did you guys, I would watch the hell out of the asylum movie if it was produced properly and I, done I, well. That is a pretty good plot. I think in the third one though, um, I like the bonkersness of it. You gotta kill Sam off in the beginning. Only for him to return later as some kind of like cyborg uh, dog that the government <laughs> has now refitted and brought back to yeah. life. Um, and he right. he has guns on the side, like they come out of his back. He has mini guns yeah. to help him fight. Yeah. Uh, because why not? But you Just, still have to give him a treat to get him to look at the camera. Yeah, he still won't <laughs> act. And they brought no. back the and they and they. Oh god! <laughs> so here's the thing that kills me the most: is like werewolves are that's my favorite like lore monster like werewolf Same. has yeah, always yeah. been at They're, the top of my life throughout that's always been it which is sad because they have not made a lot of good films of it no and a lot of my uh, like a lot of my love for werewolves 
came so, from watching this movie, American uh, Werewolf, uh, and like a host of all the others. But this one was one of the top on the list. Um, so I got to find, I got, I got to get that one off the list and find something to, to, to substitute. <laughs> I, I'm 100% with Gaz on this because this was, I, I saw this movie before I ever saw an American Werewolf in London. I saw this movie before I saw Ginger Snaps. I saw this movie before um, mm-hmm. I, I saw The Howling. This was my werewolf movie. And Lindsay will tell you the story about how when she moved out here, one of the first things I did was basically locked her in a room and made her watch it by herself because I loved it so much I wanted her to watch it and it terrorized her. Um, it ain't terrorizing <laughs> anybody no more. The only nope. thing scary about this film is the fact that it has the reputation it has being such a shit film. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. Yep. As uh, if I can make a suggestion, if you're not necessarily looking to replace the werewolf as your favorite deal on that list, but yeah. you want that same kind of vibe, can we take a look at the Wendigo, please? The Wendigo is a real solid. Right, but uh, you got to name uh, one great. good film about that's, the Wendigo. That's the problem. That's the problem. Okay, I can okay. Hold on, very good. Hold on. Let me pitch to you. I had a film of something I was working on about a Wendigo. It's about I a. Remember this. It's about a family. Why don't you save it, and write it up, and do it in, in the October stories? Uh, it wouldn't work. It's it's too. Um, Wendigo-y? Well, I, it's too visual. It's too visual. There's a scene where the, there's a scene where the the man who's turning into the monster is performing oral sex on a woman, and as he turns, he bites into her, and then as she tries to run away, he just jumps on her back and starts biting off of her back, the flesh off of her, because the more he eats, the hungrier he gets. It is a blood soaked <laughs> nightmare. And God, if I had more time and patience, I would write Good some Lord. real Good horror Lord. classics. Okay, so. That said, um, <laughs> no, I'm not looking to replace the werewolf or anything. You can't, because the werewolf is the it's best. It's still the top of my list. Like That's why any of the games Diablo we've played and Warcraft we've played, like I always end up going for like wolf creatures, werewolf creatures, and shit yeah. like that. So that will always be at the top of my list. It's just this is a, this one is a disappointment to go back and watch. So that, that's my that, that that's the recommendation I would say that comes out of this particular episode. If you're listening and you're still listening. Close casket, a lot of your old movies. Like, just don't go back and watch them. Yes, have you ever have you ever watched Ginger Snaps? It's been some years. This ain't gonna be the same thing, is it? No, Ginger Snaps still holds up. It's a good film. Um, I'm just saying, if you if you're if you guys are out there and you want to watch good werewolf films, I'm gonna hit you with the list: American Werewolf in London, The Howling, Ginger Snaps oh, one, two, and three. Honestly, they're all pretty good. Ones to avoid: this film, and probably my least favorite werewolf movie of all time, other than Dark Wolf, which is such. A abomination of a film, and I know Tanner's listening, and I'm sorry, Tanner, because Kane Hodder plays the wolf in that movie, and he's awful. He's fantastic as Jason. <laughs> I love Kane Hodder. He is an awful dark wolf. Um, but there's it, just not a lot of good werewolf. There's movies, not. Though. And ha- and how is that possible? Because the werewolf is such an easy creature to write for. Totally. You know, the lore is is simple, direct. It's perfect to roll off of. Yeah. It's it's like <laughs> Shannon, you have a. You have a message waiting for you in the text. So, oh, okay. A whole orange will float on water. But, oh wait. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, God damn! All right. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So. Yeah. Make, avoid this one. Avoid this one and make more werewolf movies. Avoid it. Yes. That's, All right. That's, that's, that's make make more. Look again. This movie with a okay. Not even trying to make it better through the epilogue. This movie with a script rewrite. Somebody else going through that script because importantly, Neil Marshall is also the only credited writer. Right. So he's a credited writer and director exclusively. If he would just also have gotten another writer to do another pass at this thing, yeah, 
It's, um, it's like Ghostbusters. If Dan Aykroyd had written Ghostbusters the way he wanted to without Harold Ramis yeah. and uh, Ivan Reitman, we would not be big Ghostbusters fans. Because that movie would have been wild as shit, and it would not have the same charm that it has now. They they were making... Oh, go ahead, Kaz, then I have a final point. No, no, no. I was just going to say, just, we can just... We'll, we'll wrap this up, and then we can... Yeah, uh, so there was a... I, I've told this story yeah. before, and this is the this is trivia, and this is the assignment for the people listening today. There was a werewolf movie that they were making uh, that was based on a space station. And the point of this was that the moon was always a full moon. And someone right. was a werewolf, and it ends up being them terrorizing the space station as a werewolf. And it sounded like the coolest fucking movie. Bob and I followed this movie for years, and of course, Developmental Hell, it never came out. I don't know what it was called, but if anyone has any info on that, I would love to hear it. We are going to end this show here, but Tanner, I think, wants to say something special to me here, Tanner. What? No? Okay, I thought he was going to cuss me out about Kane Hodder. Cass, go ahead before we get out of here. <laughs> no, 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 we're good, we're good. All right, Hunter. Uh, with this wrapped up, what's up next week on Extras and Epilogues? The uh, official, this is the start of the Halloween, this is the start of the Halloween season here on PZ85. It starts tonight. Right. Uh, tomorrow we're doing our 31 things to watch in October. And then for the rest of the month in October, it is all spooky all month. What do we got coming up next week on E&E? So, uh, as we've talked about a couple times now, we have four Wednesdays in October, which means you get at least four ep ex episodes of extras and epilogues. That's harder to say than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> uh, we have talked about throwing in a, in a fifth, because I know Shannon really wants to talk about American Werewolf in London. Absolutely. Um, but not the sequel, so, which is one of the worst werewolf movies <laughs> of all Paris. time. Paris is terrible. Uh, boy, I remember that being shown on HBO all, all the time. The right fucking after it time. It was so bad. Yeah. Uh, so we we have four options for next week. Uh, we have discussed that that Shannon and I will be sitting down with Cody Sandusky to talk about the original Ghostbusters from 1984. Uh, we'll be sitting down at some point in the month to talk with Lindsay about Disney's Hocus Pocus. At some point, we'll also be sitting down with Shelby for the first time on the show. We're going to cover uh, the classic Beetlejuice. And then, of course, we can't let the month of October go by without getting Tanner back on the show. Um, Tanner, we've talked about doing a couple of different shows with uh, Scream was one of the ones that came up. The Shining was another classic horror film. Uh, I feel like Scream's probably going to end up getting the nod at some point. Or if we wanted to do extra episodes, if you really wanted to go all out, Tanner, because this is, I mean, originally it was called Terrifying Tanner Thursdays. That's what started it all. If you want to do Friday the 13th for the first time, finally, yeah. we can absolutely do that. We'll talk after the show. Um, but yeah. the point is, we will have all month long, all spooky. We'll see what's coming up next yeah. week. I think uh, I think Ghostbusters with Cody would be fun for next week. If we can. It would be a good start. If we yeah. can get Cody in for Wednesday, I, I would love to kick off October yeah. with that. Because that's going to be a strong week. You're going to launch right into October with the very first episode of Season 2 of The Halsey Tales. Something we started last year. Uh, the very first episode of PZ85 plays Candela Obscura, our gothic horror game that we're playing. Uh, Ghostbusters, a classic horror, or, you know, horror, comedy, action, everything film. Also for greatest all of us. film of all time. Right. And then the the first uh, official episode of AD in the month of October. You're getting the list from us tomorrow, but next week will be the first one in the month of October. That's all about spooky stuff. So. Oh, man. It's going to be a great month. Strong lineup. Uh, October's our favorite month here. Uh, we can't wait to share it with mm -hmm. you guys. Until then, the balcony is closed. Thank you guys for listening. For myself and for Hunter, for Kaz and for Tanner there, thank you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. 31 things to watch in October. Enjoy it. It's going to be a great time. Until then... Uh, I hope you. I hope I give you the shit. Damn it, Damn it! Are you taking the piss? <laughs>